Yeah, this your boy Eric. Like I said, I go by Eway. Check me out on SoundCloud. Hey, you are now tuned into the Dynasty Bros. Must, must, must listen to them. Yeah. I'm feeling good. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling great. In case y'all was wondering if y'all caught any of that freestyle. This is what my brother Dot was rapping to. He was going in. <laughs> I was chilling, bro. He was going in. I missed the dopest part. So, my bad. We might catch him on the next time. I'll be catching him on the fly. That's what G Herbo did on this freestyle. But, hey, yo, we got to let this run a little bit. Because, you know, this shit just started. Yeah. We, first week of the season. This is the first episode on the road to 200. Let's go. One-on-one. What's good? What's good? It's your boy, DJ Avo. With this is the Dynasty Bros. Fantasy Football Podcast. Episode 101. Let's go. This is the first one of y'all step. Hey, what's good, Brodies and Bays? This is the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast, episode 101. Let's go. Come for your fantasy football needs and chop it up about the latest NFL news. Avo feeling itself too much. I am Dynasty Bro Dot here with my co bro. You got Dynasty Bro Big, aka Chief Sosa. I've been sitting with you for about an hour, and I guess I just didn't realize you had the Oakland head on. You didn't see that shit? I knew he was flying when he I walked know. in. I know. My, my nigga got, some, got a fly-ass fit on right now, bro. You Face the camera a little bit, bro. Show your shit, my nigga. Show your so, so I got to hear about <laughs> this D-Wall shit. Look at the pose, bro. Look at the pose, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my guy gave me 26 points. Where, hey! did, the, where did the shirt come from? No, I got to know. Where I get this from? I think I got you it. Just from. randomly picked it up, and you just said he's gonna be my fantasy guy. I either got it from Pause. Viridian Global or oh, okay. Well, while we at it, we are gonna shout okay. out Viridian Global. Go get the Dynasty Bros merch from right there, and you go get all it? kind of merch. You, you feel what I'm it? saying? I did not know you had the Oakland hat on. I love to fit even more. Come on. Hey, tell tell the people right now up front what D Wall did for you this week, bro. I was down bad, like twenty two points. And my guy gave me 26 points Stunt. to secure the dub. And on top of that, we fucked up because we played Chris Godwin. No, 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 we no, no. My bad, my bad, my bad. We sat Godwin. Played IU. Played IU. Got the goose egg. They had Lamar. <laughs> we up like 11. We had 11. Waller. So it was Waller against Lamar, fantasy-wise. Waller outplayed Lamar, gave us 26 points, Stunt. secured the dub, bro. And, and had to come up with the D Wall shirt, man. And you told me D Wall beat out Ivo in that league. You win. Yeah, that's so my guy. It is what it is. And it was Darren Waller's birthday yesterday, so hell of a birthday gift. Yeah, he, out he on Monday night. Out. He showed that he was still worth that that pick right after Kelsey, man. When you think about them two top tight ends, man, he's he's that guy, bro. He's that guy. He's that guy. All right, man. So uh, what we got? N- NFC East today. Yeah, we got NFC East. All right, we're going to go over. I know we went through the divisions early, but we're going to knock out the NFC East this time around. It's the only thing we got left. We wanted to get that and do something quick so we have time to talk about some regular week one stuff if we wanted to, man. Just things that excite us going forward, man. So I'm excited about it. We still got the uh, the closing to say something good to people. We're going to get into that. We're going to do the uh, the Hood TMZ with Dynasty Bro Vic. What's the word? We got some injuries, flag on the plays, some interesting flag on the plays, man. So Let's just get to it, man. Vic, are you ready, my G? Always ready, bro. Let's get into it, bro. What's the word, man? We're going to be in and out a couple things. Shout out to Bleacher Report Gridiron. This actually gave me something to think about, man. Cam Newton on his release from the Patriots. Quote, the reason why they released me is because indirectly I was going to be a distraction without being a starter. Just my aura. When, when you think about it, that shit makes sense. Like, especially from a Bill Belichick standpoint, like why I keep a guy around with that name like facts I with mean, that presence so and honestly once you 
decided to move on to Mac Jones, that's the way the offense needs to go to. So even your backup needs to be in, in like that has to be able to play like Mac Jones, that style of play, because that's what you're running once you commit past Cam. You had to cater your offense to Cam. And once you're not using Cam Newton as your quarterback, you transition into what Mac Jones could do. So you need a backup even outside of that to be able to kind of do similar things that Mac Jones can do. But it does make sense. Ain't no point in having Cam Newton there and interviewers. And if Mac Jones went out there and played bad week one, all the bashing that would happen, why wouldn't they play Cam? On top of that, it just let me know that Cam, he didn't have that starting job for a minute either. Like, uh, for him to say, I would have lost it no matter what, lets me know that they were just putting Cam out there for some veteran respect. They pretty much knew Mac Jones was going to be their starter, bro. They pretty much just knew that. It makes so much sense because that's exactly why Tebow got cut. Like, I get it. His aura wasn't going to allow him to be behind anybody. His presence. His presence. This nigga brought up a man that can't play quarterback. (laughs) Ain't gonna say that's why he got Come cut because his aura. His aura. His Come aura. on, man. That's why. That's why. His tight end play was worse than his quarterback play, and it was hard <laughs> to be a worse quarterback than Tim Tebow. And he was still winning games. I'm not knocking him. Sometimes you could just win games, but, but I'm not gonna say he's a good quarterback. You can't tell me I'm wrong though. It's his aura, other than his skill. If it, if his skill was decent, he couldn't be on any team because they would want him to play. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, bro. <laughs> my my. <laughs> Bro. You ain't feeling me? Y'all not fucking with me? Hell right, no, nah, right. bro. I guess that's just me. I, I can see the parallel, but <laughs> are, you two, two say, are you allowed to say hell no nah when you talk about Tebow? Come on, man. Heck no. You got him with the, <laughs> with, got him with the Ned Flanders. <laughs> hey, shout out to Tim Tebow. X starting tight end. Come on, man. <laughs> slash, slash shortstop slash T-ball all-star. Nah, he's a baller. Slash analyst, man. He know what yeah, you're talking about. Nice you that's true. Hey, man, you got to succeed succeed or something yeah shout out to belichick though cutting his losses early in terms of you know just get all the distractions out the way so that speaks volume to you know type of show he wants to run so Facts. it all makes sense man all right let's keep it pushing another item from bleacher report gridiron so stefan diggs voted a team first captain for the first time in his career so shout out to diggs he's a baller bro like he deserve all that shit bro. he do bro he do his mentality to the game and his work ethic man you love to see a guy like that get everything he deserves bro he's a baller. fire all right, man, let's keep it pushing, man. So Adam Whale on Twitter, Adam Whale 22 at 20, 24-7 Sports. Uh, Devontae Smith basically scored his first touchdown in the league, ironically in the same spot where he scored the game-winning touchdown in the national championship game. Nothing. I didn't know that. Think about it. It's all in Atlanta. Facts, facts. Same spot. That that was destined to happen, bro. Full circle, bro. Sometimes they just come full circle, so. Had a shout-out my guy Smitty, man. You know I was turned up guy, when I saw bro. You text me. When the- Devontae. I said, you see that? You said, yeah, Devonta. I don't even think I was talking about Devonta Smith. But you was like, yeah, Devonta Smith just scored his first touchdown. <laughs> Bro, I was hoping they didn't call it back because, you know, it was a little – I don't want to say it was a pick play, but, you know, they can get a little fan- – But in their defense, the defender was grabbing That's Devonta true. Smith's jersey. He so was. I think they probably just had to let it fly. So He was. Good shit. All right, man, one last thing. And on a high, high note, Maya Shaka, man. So basically uh, she's the first woman of color. To rough a game, so she says, you know, it's a privilege that she's been chosen yeah. to represent women and women of color in the most popular sport in America. I agree with you. Football what? is the most popular sport in America. You know what that is? What was that? Flowers. Flowers. Me giving her flowers. Oh. I mean, that could have been a bouquet, but it would look stupid. So I scooped the flowers up and dropped them, giving her flowers. Come on now, dog. I know, bro. I, Come on, I should have quit explaining myself. <laughs> now I sound stupid. Explain and disrespectful. Now I didn't drop the flowers. And- 
but it was me spreading them. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, you should have up somebody flower garden. <laughs> Facts. That's what we, that's what black people do. We see flowers that look nice. We dig them up, give them to somebody we love. <laughs> I'm just playing, man. We. <laughs> Let's get to these injuries, bro. You got injuries for us, man? Yeah, I do. Let's get to Mr. Raheem Moster. Got a knee injury. Started the game. Went out quick. The reason why that's important, Trey Sermon, the dynasty guy that has been moving up the boards that we love, was a healthy scratch going into the game. And it was like, we thought it was him. One-two punch. Turns out the second guy they drafted this year, Mr. Elijah Mitchell, just went out there and balled out. I want to say that, you know, he had real good upside, speed, uh, catching ability, all of that. But to me, it just anybody in that offense, whoever's going to be the one and two punch, you just want that guy because that scheme is perfect no matter what. I think whoever steps into that role is going to flourish. But, you know, so just make sure um, you got some Elijah Mitchell on your bench. Pay attention because it could be him and Trey Sermon in one two punch or could him keep being the number one after he played. And we don't really know why Trey Sermon was out. So we don't know who's going to be the number one going into uh, next week. So. I still think it's gonna be the Mitchell show, bro. Yeah, bro. He he's gonna be good, bro. Yeah. Uh and then uh Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy. Uh, it turned in it turned out to just be a high ankle sprain. I know we're all excited going into second year, getting Corlin Sutton back, you know, getting an upgrade at quarterback, you know, just feeling like the season was gonna be just better for him, man. He went out there and it looked ugly, heard it was ugly. You know, eight weeks isn't, you know, anything to just golf at, but you know, at least he's coming back this year. You know, that's what it, our reports are looking like. So we, you know, hope hopefully uh, send them prayers for a speedy recovery, man, because Judy is a darling right now in the fantasy community. MetLife Field, bro. Claiming bodies. Yeah, you said that as soon as it happened, bro. It's appreciated. Yeah, bro. All right. And then, of course, uh, Fitzmagic, bro. Fitzmagic. Uh, he went out, and it looks like he went out with a hip injury, and it looks like He's probably going to be done majority of the season, man. It looks like they're just saying some weeks, but like near the, the top end of the weeks, eight to ten weeks. But right now, does does he come back? Do you just see what you have in that offense? Do, you know, Ron Rivera go get a guy he's familiar with that we just talked about? What does that look like, especially for Dynasty, man? People need to know. I actually have some Fist Magic, bro, and I'm not really – Really, he was a stopgap QB for me, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like, I'm waiting for Justin Fields to take on the starting Facts. role officially. So, if you got them type of scenarios, a Trey Lance, you just Facts. waiting for guys to take on, take over, then, you know, he's the perfect QB to run, you know, for the rest of the year. Even if you got dealing with the Deshaun situation. Um, but given the injury, man, you know, I'm not looking for – Therefore. Not interested in Taylor Heineke, man. I mean, I'm just not, so – Looking forward to this Thursday night game. I, I to know, be honest, man. bro, I don't even think I want to play. It's going to sound crazy. I don't know if I want to play Terry, bro. Like, Come on now, Heineke isn't uh, uh, like Come a real gunslinger style. Of, yeah. And that's why we love, honestly, Fitz, Fitzpatrick isn't like some stud quarterback that we love. We just know his mentality. He'll go deep, and that's why we love Terry coming into the season. But linking up with uh, Tyler Heineke, it could be – it's it could be up and down night. right Sorry, now. Sorry, Thursday man, night shit. game, bro. I would hate to. I think I'm you fading. Off Terry? Well, fading Logan this week. Man, I think I'm Logan. fading Terry this week. Okay. And but, I feel bad. I told you to play Logan because. Nah, they actually ended up neck and neck. Him and got her. So okay. it was cool. But uh, yeah, bro. We'll talk about the whole Terry thing. I actually been moving off Terry a little bit. Oh, just, man. He's so talented. <laughs> he is talented. I, I just not, think the not, organization. It's the, it's the situation. Sometimes you're going to the, the, the wrong organization, yeah, man. Fuck it up. I don't mind them in my wide receiver three spot, but yeah. wide receiver two, like, Facts. 
it is what it is. I love the guy. That's Naptown. Damn. Trying to win some fantasy games. He's <laughs> talented, fans. though. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but that's all the injuries I got, bro. All right, cool. Uh, any flags on the plate then? Avo, you got a flag, bro? Avo, do you have a flag? <laughs> he like got does, a flag. does Avery have a flag? Oh, does Avery have a flag? Yeah, I got a damn flag, man. Look, let me tell y'all what happened, man. Look, for the people, I ain't going to look at these. So I'm going to look straight at y'all. Just straight at y'all. So, you know, I reposted something that might have said to start sitting Facts. It might have had some players on it that might have happened to be on one of my three teams. In one Facts. Of my Facts. And what happened, brother? I possibly should have paid attention to that list because I did not play Antonio Brown. And probably another player. I just don't remember it right now. And it's it's sad because, yeah. Because I lost by a lot. I got another flag on the play. Oh, shit. Avo called me three oh, days shit. ago. <laughs> bro, I'm revamping my Dynasty Bros team. I'm looking at the sheet like I'm pulling my roster up. I'm like, shit, I'm pulling it up too. I'm telling him all these guys he can drop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got Jay Sternberger. I'm like, bro, get rid of him. He got guys that I'm like, bro, who is Oliver. this? Yeah, Josh Oliver. I'm like, bro, why do you have these guys? Vic comes in today. Come on now, bro. Dog. Why you drop Will Fuller? I'm Come like, on, man. you drop Will Fuller in Dynasty. He was like, bro, he's suspended. I don't need him. Vic, like, bro, he start playing next week. I'm like, bro, when did you drop Will Fuller? We just talked about this. He like, bro, I dropped him before I called you. <laughs> you didn't call me before you dropped, and you ain't dropped nobody since we talked. Yeah. The only guy that got released is Will Fuller. Just Will Fuller. <laughs> Four claims went in on him, bro. Fuller started his suspension last year. He only missed week one this year. And I'm still looking at the camera. And it pisses me <laughs> off that he dropped Will Fuller. But all the no names I told him to drop are still on his still team on currently. Team. <laughs> Pissing me off. Flag on the play to Avo. That's Bro, bullshit. You got to let him know. Come on now. You got to know what uh, start sit you talking Come about, on, man. man. So every week, y'all need to make sure y'all check Dynasty Bro. Vic, Vic page. Dynasty Bro dot page. Yeah, and my page. Because Vic be out here telling you who to p- potentially start or sit. And right now, you need to start. And right sit. now, he's fifty percent. Last year, what you end at? I gotta pull up the numbers. I want to say I was we gotta like, see where you ended that last he's over year. 50%. I want to say I was around like he's 57%, over fifty percent. So just 56. just make sure you pay attention. Yeah. The man knows his shit. I need to make sure I pay and, attention. And he even take his L's on injuries because a couple of his plays end up getting injured. So True. like he still took the L on that, uh, which yeah. he shouldn't have to. Nah, I do that. But uh, little shit. Well, I want some shitty because it. Come on, damn. bro. What happened? What happened, bro? I took an L on a Brian Edwards and Kenyon Drake. It ain't like you rooting for the guys to do bad. But it's like to see him get the garbage points at the end. Like, come on, man. Uh, <laughs> fuck you, fucked up my picks. Fuck <laughs> Making me look bad. But shout out to my guys, though. To my guys, them are your guys, especially Brian Edwards. Bro. Yeah, yeah, that's my guy. But make sure you check out that list, man. It's a good list. Yeah. Even if you're in redraft, you're in dynasty. It's always a good list. Trust me. Yeah, I'm just gonna go back and. Uh, well, I got a flag then. Let me just roll into my flag. I got one flags. more after you, bro. And it's an honest <laughs> moment, flag, too. It's flag on the play to myself, bro. I fell asleep towards the end of the game, so I missed the excitement for the Raiders and Ravens. Oh, I also man. fell asleep Thursday night on the shootout. So <laughs> I made it through the third quarters, bro. <laughs> bro. So flag on the play myself. We get older, my G. I know, bro. Like, wrap that shit up, bro. Like, 10 o'clock. I can't be doing these 11 30. start and, these games early. Yeah, man. bro. So. I got an honest moment now that we don't want the, the the week, so it don't really matter. Listen to the, nah, it's not that Godwin didn't get played. Here's the honest moment, swear to God. When I said, bro, do you want to play Godwin over Ayuk? You said, nah, man, the injury thing. I said, fuck it. It is what it is. Then I was like, 
I mean, you want to play him over uh, Clyde? You was like, nah, bro, the injury thing. I'm like, I clicked on Clyde because I knew all offseason he was dealing with shit, too. Yeah. And I'm like, shit, this nigga just got activated fully, too. And I was like, bro, they in the same stage of both getting activated. I was like, bro, at least play him over Clyde. But Vic, my nigga, sometimes, and sometimes you got to digress when you working through <laughs> shit with people, because I really wanted to work through that, but I was like, fuck it, Team Fire, we good, we going to be straight, Clyde should be decent. So it wasn't even just the IU one, I wanted to talk through the Clyde, but I just fell back, because I was like, Clyde just came back to 100% too, so they both on the injury side, but it was it was a lot, we still got the dub, shit don't even dub. matter. But yeah, that's a flag. That's a flag on me too. You ain't always got to digress. Sometimes it's a conversation that I should have just had the the convo, which because you probably ain't paid attention to Clyde dealing with his injuries and shit because it wasn't talked about as much as Godwin was, you know, because the Bucks was just talked about so much leading into the week. So, and usually in those moments when you do speak up, I roll with it. Like, yeah, yeah. So that's on me too. Week one was rough, or not week one. The first year we started co jamming, we used to be on the phone, like, bro, it's, but now we a little more relaxed. Like, all right, cool. Let me go check out these other leagues. All right, let me let me tell you one more time why I think we should do this. Yeah, it's almost start sit. Wrong as hell, bro. But we good now. We team five. We want to know. We're gonna keep y'all updated with that week by week. Yeah, and uh, I do got another flag, man. Uh, flag on a place to people who are who were threatening and reaching out to Raheem Mostert's wife and Basically dogging a man out for going down with an injury. So it's fantasy football. Like these are human Facts. beings. You know, Come on now. They got dog. they got real lives and Come know, on, man. Their health is on the line every week. So there's no need to reach I'm, out to them. I'm sorry. Talk about there, your fantasy team. Is there more of a story there? I'm very confused. No, basically, I had to stop the music. I'm so confused. Yeah, so pretty much Raheem Mostert running back for the San Francisco 49ers. People reached out to his wife and him on social media, just basically give him shit about being injured. Guys, this is this yeah, is fantasy football, exactly, guys. bro. So, yeah. come on, man. It's not that deep, man. That shit's, come on, uh, now, trash, no. swag. So, come on. That's my man. last flag, man. Any other flags? Nah. Uh, so closing and say something good to the people. Like that's stuff I want to vent about. Things that we can present. Where do we give our best random advice? Where like it should just be thrown in, like because I got some advice right now that I want to give oh, before we transition into the main time, topic. Man. Here's here's my advice for the week. This is probably the most important right now. And then we'll revisit stuff as we go. But if you ever got any advice for our fans and listeners, we need to give it to like the yeah. simple advice that they need to hear. Here it goes. Do not panic right now. We're only in week one. <laughs> the, offenses ha- the offenses haven't clicked all the way. Uh, we haven't figured out, you know, what certain schemes want to do. It's just, it's just week one. The young guys are going to get better. The vets are going to start to soak back in into their natural scoring. Don't be out there doing any panic trading, panic drops. Super bad to do after week one. Now, I will do overhyped sales after week one. If you know, like genuinely like, man, this is the best it's going to get. Go trade your Mark Ingram. I don't trust that situation in general. But, like, don't do anything stupid after week one. Calm down. Everything going to be all right. You could lose the first four weeks and still go get a championship. Remember that. Bro, that's great advice. And uh, I'm actually going to throw a tip out there that I actually learned from you. Run your guys, man. Like, don't get caught up in chasing points. Like, don't chase, you know, these guys that might have gone off this week and that you left on the bench and now you put them in. And now Mike Evans goes off against Atlanta. 
Now you, you mad because you went out there and wanted to play Chenault over over Mike Evans. Exactly. That's not you drafted Evans to play over Chenault. Exactly. Don't, don't be crazy. So that's what I learned. I hey, learned. Man, I don't like why y'all coming at me like that. Oh no, I'm actually. <laughs> no, these are like literally things I've learned over the years. It's like it's like you just gotta just have these principles and stick to them. So run your guys, Facts. live with the outcome, and it's all about to just get in the playoffs. Like it's not about having the one seed. It's nice, but. I just want to get in the playoffs, and then from there, best team about- win from there. Exactly, man. Yeah. It's a dog fight from I there. I done so. took down plenty one and two seeds on my way to the championship. Exactly, bro. exactly. So I done been the guy to sneak in six seed, whoop everybody ass. Exactly. <laughs> so that's all it is, man. Just, just getting the playoffs. That's all that matters. All right. Before we uh, get into the main topic, yeah. Let's- oh, I guess we already did that, right? No, we ain't did the main topic. We no, I'm talking about, talking about like where they could follow you. Oh, you could do it again, nah, bro. We, I, 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 I really it. think we did it on the uh, redraft episode. We could do it as many oh, times as we okay, need to. But it don't matter, man. Fuck it. Follow me at Dynasty Bros. Yeah, dot on Instagram and Twitter. Follow the main Instagram handle, yeah. Dynasty Bros. FF. Yeah. Avo, where can they follow you at? Man, you follow me at Dynasty Bro Avo on the Twitch. You follow me at Dynasty Avo on the on the on the Twitter, and then you hit me up on the gram at Avo Love DJ Avo. You find me, bro. Just find me, Ayo Vic. What can we find you at, bro? Let them know. Chief Sosa FF. Also, you can, yeah, everywhere. Twitter, Twitch, Instagram. Be yeah. sure to subscribe to the podcast. Wherever you're listening, Dynasty Rose FF. Join the Facebook community, yeah. Dynasty Rose FF podcast, and the Patreon, Bros FF. So, yeah. big facts. Get to it, baby. Ain't to nothing to it but to do it. Let's go. My bad. I'm hyped up today, man. Y'all mm. turn the lights on and shit. Got me in the We the Bros shirt. Yeah, you know what I mean? we the bros. We the bros. NFC East, man. I might have to plug in this young laptop. I'm going to do it now. But go ahead, bro. What are we talking about today? I got it. Right there. And we get into the NFC East. We're going to talk about the last guys that matter for fantasy football in this conference. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk to guys that we think are relevant going forward, the guys that are irrelevant, the guys you could trade away, the guys you should go trade for, in the Dynasty Bros' opinion. So that's what we're going to do. Vic plugging in. We're about to get right straight to it. Um, I'm excited, man. Like, just going into everything that we're doing make sure y'all paying attention to everything redraft episode is before this uh, make sure you tune in if you can like you said get to the patreon we got so many goodies going on right now tap in log in don't be left out we the bros be a bro be a brody dynasty bros that is all right, man, let's get to it, man. NFC East, man. So, of course, you know, last week was the prep rally. We want to definitely close out our, you know, a little audit, little, yeah. little round trip around the league. Let we you guys know where we at with all these teams and these guys from a dynasty standpoint. So let's close it out with the NFC East. It only makes sense. So uh, start with the Dallas Cowboys. We saw them Thursday night, man. Of course, Dak coming off the injury, man. I still have Dak as a top five QB in dynasty. Now, I will say this, coming off the injury, throwing the ball 58 times, close 60 times. We'll see, man. Like, I I don't want to see that every week. I still want to allow him time, you know, to basically continue to recover. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but at the end of the day, I'm sure he's running off that adrenaline. Curious to see what that game plan looks like for this week. Yeah. I'm, I'm expecting him to reel it back in. But, hey, when you're going up against a tough front seven like that for the Bucks, you got to throw the ball. Right. Can't really run the ball. So mm-hmm. I, I can't wait to talk about the next guy. I hope we're going running back. I feel the same way on Dak. Love Dak. Everything he's doing has fire weapons. The offensive scheme is crazy. He can do whatever he wants to. I want to roll to the running backs because you touched on two things that make me want. Okay, Dak isn't a buy because he's super expensive no matter what. If you didn't buy after the injury, knowing that he was coming back, you missed out. Don't go sell. Don't go buy. He's expensive. He's worthy of being expensive. Now, let's get into 
Ezekiel is 26 years old now. People see the explosiveness of backup Tony Pollard and getting nervous. Nervous after last year, I gave a pass because the whole offense and the way that situation happened after Dak went down. This week, I kind of spoke it last week. I knew that he would be a low buy. And I don't care in redraft and dynasty. The only way I feel like that is because Vic said one thing. He said, hey, they're going to reel it back. If they reel back the passes, that means they have to run more. They're going to run better. They just went against the best front seven in the league. You've seen how they dominated and made Pat look bad last year in the Super Bowl. My thing is, I pretty much just knew the run game was going to be irrelevant for the Cowboys. This is the perfect time to buy Zeke. People think he's done. He's 26. People still love Dalvin. He's 26. Like, those guys, th that's like back-end prime years. Like, you still have two, three more years being a stud. And if we see the weapons, we love the offense so much. That means the running game is going to be efficient, man. Th they get Zach Martin back, one of the best offensive linemen in the league. I mean, I'm just excited going forward for Zeke. And, like, I'm not saying he's going to be a stud five more years, but I think with that offensive system and getting the rest of the guys back and the defense improving slowly but surely, they've been adding guys that are younger. I think they're going to get back to that run game because you got to be concerned about that outside game. So it's, it's like pick and choose. You can't lock in on one. So I do think Zeke is going to bounce back. I would tell you go buy. Not at Dalvin prices, but if you can go buy low, Go get you some Zeke, man. I still think he's going to have a top five, six kind of season, bro. That's just my opinion going forward. I don't see him finishing that high, um, but he is going to stay on the field with his pass protection. We saw that. Mm -hmm. So he's always going to be on the field. I'll give him that. But Power does look like the most explosive back right now out of that backfield. So then we're going to see a change in the guards here, unless there are game scripts where we need the pass protection. So that's the only thing that's going to keep Zeke on the field. I will say this. I know Blake Jarwin missed the block or whatever down there, you know, on the in the red zone. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you want to see your running back not get tackled in open field by DB. So Facts. just just even that, man, stuff like that, bro. Like, I don't I don't know what's up with Zeke, man. Um, but, but again, he's honing down in the pass blocking game. Twenty six years old now, trending towards thirty. I'm I'm not interested in dynasty. That's just me. I mean, I'm I'm thinking we're we're seeing a decline. It's going to keep happening, but he's going to stay on the field because it's pass protection. So. Facts. All right, bro. Tony Pollard, man, are you going to go get him? Uh, if you could buy low, I do think whenever the situation is up with Zeke, uh, if he's still on a team, that's the issue. Or there, is there going to be a situation where they keep him? If they already pay Zeke, so Zeke's going to be there. Is there a situation where Pollard's contract is up and it's like, we don't want to sign another running back. We're still up under contract with these. You know, they got Amari. They're going to have to pay CD coming up too eventually. Uh, Tony Pollard might be just left out because I do think that that running game is going to be good it's just with the natural flow of the offense in general. So they might not need really like to be paying a bunch of guys for that to be efficient. So I do like Pollard. I don't know what that means for him outside of Dallas if he does leave. So I'm afraid to just tell you go by, but he could be a good by luck. Yeah, and that'd be interesting because like we just saw the contract Naeem Himes got. So yeah, he's like what, a top 10 back as far Yo, as he out here. Per year, at least he deserve it too. Based on the based on the numbers, so I would imagine Pollard would have to enter that type of conversation. Facts. And then, like you said, Zeke got like another two years, so it's this shit ain't gonna happen. The Pollard, money looking funny right now Pollard in Dallas. See himself in Dallas, bro. They paid Dak. Pollard paid gonna Zeke. see himself out of Dallas, bro. They, they paid Amari. You gonna have to pay CD. I would. I would. I don't care if CD is another year out before yeah. Pollard contract is up. You need to start saving your money, knowing that you're gonna have to pay CD. They might even mess around and franchise tag Pollard. I can see yeah, that. I can see that. Bro. Something crazy. But now you know what. 
that that doesn't make sense financially though. Nah, they're gonna have to franchise tag somebody else. Probably a defensive player that's gonna yeah. be coming up something yeah. like that. Yeah, let me walk that back. All right, man. Uh, let's get into this wide receiver room. Mari Cooper, man. So I I'll be honest. I almost went and copped him off the week one hype and fantasy and you know being excited, but I wrote it back in. But at the end of the day, he did have a you know stud game, number one wide receiver. Doing, but that's not bad. Like the only reason why it would be bad is if he just reels himself back into being an injury guy. Because when he's healthy, you can go back look at the numbers week by week with yeah. Dak. Since he's been with Dak, he's been balling. It's only the injury thing, and I don't care how much we love CD. Dak is going to support two top fifteen receivers if they're both healthy all season. They'll both be top fifteen. Yeah, I, th- I think Amari's the more alpha guy. Um, so I think he'll just naturally get more targets because Dak and Amari have that rapport. But CD is so talented, is he's going to get so many targets. So I do love Amari. He's young enough to still be your wide receiver one if you want him to. And the way people look so down on him and his value, you could play Amari as your wide receiver two. I always give you wide receiver one numbers, just do off his value. So yeah. I think there's a world where you can still go by Cooper. And he's not going to cost you the same price as how you're going to go by Justin Jefferson, or AJ Brown. And Cooper still has that upside with that offense. So I love Amari Cooper, bro. Yeah, and actually somebody wanted Mark Andrews and uh, A.J. Brown for Cooper. I couldn't do that. Hell no. And and I'll be honest, this is a team where I have, like, a lot of wide receivers, but nah. Bro, I mean, as much as Cooper got the upside to dominate, I still prefer A.J. Brown and Dynasty over Cooper, bro. Yeah, bro. So, but at the end of the day, if you drafted, you know, Mark Cooper as your number two in Dynasty. You got a wide receiver one. Yeah, upside. And plus, wide receivers run deep. You can you can take on that risk. Um, so, I'm not mad at that. Especially, yeah. you know, if he does get hurt. But, hey, right now it's looking good. Um, I don't think he got the procedure done on his foot. I think he just mm-hmm. opted for rest. Yep, thug through it. So, you just got to watch that, man. Because situation like that, I mean, look at Calvin Ridley. He went and got the procedure done. You know what I mean? So, sometimes rest ends up flaring up on you again. Now you're dealing with it all season. So, Fact. something to watch, man. But uh, let's keep pushing, man. C.D. Lamb, bro. Absolute stud. Baller. Bro. It's it's not much to say about C.D. He should be in Dynasty. I, I can understand if he's in everybody's top five, top six, seven, wide receiver in Dynasty, bro. He's a stud. His talent is crazy, and he's young as hell. I love C.D. I don't got to keep speaking on him. I just think right now I'm not concerned. Like, if you like C.D. more, that's fine. If you like Amari more – that's fine, but I do think there's a world where they can both be end up being honestly. There's a world where they can both be top twelve if if the defense keeps sucking and Dak got to throw the ball. They both can end up being top twelve quarterbacks. They're going to get that many targets. I mean, wide receivers. Yeah, and then let's talk about Michael Gallup. I know he's on IR right now for at least three weeks. So, but he you know saw some seven targets in I'm the game. Really so. going to go buy low and dynasty on Gallup yeah, because there's a world involved. where he leaves. And he can go be a number. Bro, he's talented to go be a, a team. If he went to Detroit right now, he would be their number one. That's true. Team. That's like a Corey Davis type situation. Yeah, lead bro. the Titans, go be the man for the Jets. Lead, yeah. lead the Cowboys, go be the man for the he Lions. He has that kind of talent, bro. Yeah. Or at least go be a secure number two. Because right now, he's, he's going to stay behind those two guys. He's going to be heavily evolved to where, like, you could play him in a flex. But he won't be, like, that valuable. He won't ever be a solid number two due to CD and Amari. But I would go by low, especially right now while he's banged up. Because you don't know where he's going to end up next year. Bro, I'll be honest. I did not expect Dalton Schultz to, to keep the job. And I haven't been following Hard Knocks or following Cowboys news, but we all know he stepped in last year for the Andrew Blake drawing. Now I'm starting to see why. Maybe the blocking is a concern. So maybe Dalton's outperforming him there. So as a tight end, if you're out blocking a guy, you're going to stay on the field. So The blocking looks like a concern. And sometimes guys just get it. 
and never lose it. It's yeah. like he's still familiar. He didn't, he didn't take no time off. He's clicking. So he still got the plays better. He has the rapport just with the team in general. So sometimes you, you, you get the spot and you don't lose it. It's like you have to be beat out at that point. And if uh, Jarwin isn't going to beat you out, then you can't lose it. Like, long as you don't do nothing to fuck up, you know, if they're both, like, right here on talent and this guy's been playing for two years with no injuries, they're going to keep going to this guy because if you can't find a way to trump him talent-wise, yeah. you, ne- you never will beat the guy out. So it's it's his job to lose going forward. I'm not going to go by because I love all the weapons around the tight end, but, you know, he'll, he'll be a steady play. But you know how we feel about it. If you're not one of them top tight ends, it really don't matter. Yeah, bro. I try to usually nail a top seven Facts. play. I mean, I'm trying to compete. So I feel like you need a top seven just to compete. Facts. I don't, I don't want to play the streaming game. And Jared Cook on my bench going off. And I played, I don't know, who the fuck I played. <laughs> Jared Everett. Yeah, some shit like that. Yeah. All right. Uh, bless, bless you, my G. Bless you. All right, man. Let's go to uh, Philadelphia, man. Jalen Hurts, a lot of question marks in the offseason. You know, some people didn't expect him to – Take that sophomore leap, but uh, again, it's it's week one, so you know week we're, one. we're gonna see how it continues to play out. It's against the Falcons, not the most notable secondary. Facts, but they do got some ballers in their secondary. They do. I'm not, I'm not gonna do. knock it. So it looked like that whole Terrell. team gave up this week, bro. Yeah, bro. Offense uh, and defense. But shout out to Jalen, bro. I mean, 264 yards. He was efficient in the passing game. Yeah, 27 completions on 35 attempts. I think he had like 73 rushing yards, something like that. 78, 57. 57. But, but, but you know, uh, you love to see that, though. Like, he's, yeah. you know, three touchdowns in the air and also moving good. the ball. With Those touchdowns, good plays. Right on the money, too. Yeah. The, the one he's zinked in the Goddard? Yeah. That's a that's an NFL quarterback pass. Like, I, I got props. I know me and you talked about it, and I told you I was concerned with his accuracy, man. But if you work, you work, bro. We see... Josh Allen, after his first year, what he did, he started put that work in and where he's at now, how people view him. You just got to work, bro. It, it takes that. You go grind in the offseason and work on the shit that you know you need to perfect. And look, I can tell that he's been working, bro. I can tell. Yeah. So where you at with him? I mean, do you have any Jalen Hurts? You I, rocking with him? I actually just own Hurts more in redraft because I figure he's going to be high scoring. I didn't go make any plays or moves because of how I felt about his accuracy, but you know, I will admit if I'm wrong, if we get midseason and he's still out there dropping them on a dime because I love his weapons. He has weapons. Yeah. Rieger finally healthy, That's going true. to a second year. Devonta Smith, we all know what he can do. He's a he's a stud. And then uh he has two good tight ends. I know Ertz is on the older side, but everybody loves Goddard. We've been waiting for Goddard to break out. He has his opportunity right now. Uh he has pass catching options out the backfield. So Hertz is set up to succeed. Long as he wants to keep succeeding, long as he keep putting that work in. So I don't know if I would go by, especially right now, it might be expensive. Yeah. But he's a good guy. If you have him on your team, I would love to have him. He could be a QB one. I got some hurts in Dynasty right now. I'm just riding it out, bro. Um, you know, I, I think they're gonna keep building around him and he has weapons at every level, which is perfect. Not every team has weapons in all three phases, like wide receivers, tight ends, and running back. So perfect situation. Now they can focus on building up that O line. Mm-hmm. All right, bro, let's get to this running back room. Miles Sanders, 20 touches, man. So uh, he did his thing, PPR friendly, put up 17 points. And you love to see that, man, like, yeah. especially if he doesn't hit the end zone, like, just off his volume alone, between right. carries and catching, you know, the football, you'll take that all day long. So I like it. Um, so, yeah, def- definitely excited there. And long as Hurts is there, we all know a uh, running quarterback creates more space for, you know, the running back in general because you got to be on call. 
watch that guy. You got to watch the receiving weapon. So Miles Sanders is set up, man. And uh, not just Miles. I like him and like his price point where he's been going. So it's good to have Miles Sanders on your team. I don't know if I necessarily want to go buy because, you know, I don't know. Just the name still isn't sexy. So maybe that is a good buy if you can still buy low. He could, he could flirt with back end, running back one numbers, high end, running, running back two numbers. But I'm I'm kind of excited about some of his uh his uh backfield competition too. Though. Yeah, bro. And then uh Dynasty Bro Sudado actually traded Miles Sanders to a competing team. I'm I'm in rebuild and Tudado actually gave up Miles Sanders. He sent me Dwayne Eskridge, his one of his first round pick, second round pick, and third round pick. Basically all his 22 picks. So I like it. Yeah. All right, but uh yeah, let's talk about Kenneth Gainwell, man. So he's taking on that Boston Scott role, man. I didn't expect it like to happen this soon, but Clearly, talent just beats out facts. Veterans, so. they went and got they guy, man. And I know we've seen a lot of running backs fall in this draft. I'm, I'm feeling like we're getting to the point where they realize how unimportant sometimes they are in drafts, so they fall. It's not that they don't love the guys because he was a darling going into draft season. Everybody loved Kenneth, but after he fell in the draft and went to the Eagles, it was like, man, I guess we don't want him like that. But we knew what he can do. I said he was the best pass catcher, uh, pass catching running back option coming out of the draft, and. He carved himself a role, man. He's explosive. He's good at what he does. And I think they're going to love plugging him in for years to come. All right, bro. You checking for anybody else in this uh, backfield? Or nah. Good? Let's get into this wide receiver room. Start with Smitty, man. Hell of a debut. Hit the end zone. Hey, uh, just I, I just I, I don't even know what to say, bro. Like, he did it. Like, week one, off top. Off top. <laughs> Making breaking ankles, bro. He let you know he's the man. He's automatically a top ten route runner in the league already. Yeah, like, he's smooth, bro. Like I, I need a few more weeks to go look at what everybody's doing, but my bad. Bro. It's cool, bro. Off top, top ten route runner. He's amazing, bro. What he does. We've never been concerned about his size ever. It's when you were when you were when you're professional, you're professional. You know what the fuck you're doing. He's been dominating all levels. Nessie. He played at Alabama, so he played against the incoming competition that he's going to be playing with in the nfl so i don't know man i love him he's their number one he's going to be good for years to come and i think that i think he's going to make hurts look good a lot this year and i like how he gets yards and chunks like he only had six catches 71 yards mm-hmm. but he, of course he had a touchdown 19 points just like that i mean yeah. give me that guy that's getting yards and chunks and also can hit the end zone so very promising now i'll be honest let's talk about this next guy i was on the fence i was on edge but now He's starting to look good, Jalen Rager. Um, so it looks like he just needed a playmaker around him to help Facts. open things up for him. So he's starting to come around, and Facts. I can see him being the one-two punch, man. I can see Rager having his weeks, Devontae, you know, being the number two guy and vice versa. So, yeah, man, um, I actually don't have any Rager. I'm not actually looking to go get him, but um, it looks good. I own, some, I own some Rager. He's a guy that maybe you can go by low, flirt with some second rounds. I don't think your 2022 draft is going to be that loaded. So you can flirt with second round picks for Rager. I think he has the talent. He was a first round pick last year. So they they the the uh the offensive coaches love him. They went and drafted him. But like you said, last year was a complete mess, man. Ertz was banged up a lot. They didn't really have a number one receiving option. And I don't think he's a number one receiving option. They draft him like they wanted him to be that. I think he's more of a solid two. But everything he can do, bro, he can move all around the field. So you have your number one in Devonta right now. Then you got a number two guy that you can move all around the field and do a lot and, and take on the second coverage. You know, and I do like him in that role. I think he's going to get a lot of targets. I think he's going to get a lot of yardage and do minor things. I think his touchdown came on like a screen looking play. 
but he can do that, bro. That's what he was doing in college. He was all over the field catching catching passes from everywhere. So I would flirt with a second trying to go get him. And if you can't get him for a second, then just leave it alone and just it is what it is. But he's I think he's going to have a solid season as long as Hurts is playing well and as long as Smith is healthy. I like it, man. You checking for any other wide receivers? Uh, no. All right. I do got to be honest. I was planting my flag last year for Travis Foley. Oh, on the practice man. Squad. Oh, man. Yeah, bro. Oh, man. I like Travis, but uh, Eagles don't. Uh, it is what it is. Uh, so, uh, But no, nah, I'm not checking for any other uh, Eagles. Boy, boy. <laughs> my Eagles that I'm, you know, who I am looking at is just Smitty and Rager, but I don't have any Rager, so I just got to ride out with Smitty. And Goddard, as yeah. we're going into the tight end, man. Room. Goddard, we've been waiting for we him to – Yeah, we've been waiting for him to take the next step. Ertz has been important to the team and the community, the organization for so long. You actually see the, the changing of the guard, and Goddard looks like the guy. He's more athletic. You know, he's he's still mobile, which Ertz is still going to play, but he, he doesn't have nothing on what Goddard could do right now. So love me some Goddard. That organization always uses their tight ends heavy. So I like what he can do. He caught a touchdown this week, and he was heavily involved running a lot of routes this week. Yeah, and look at the size. I mean, you got a smaller Devonta and a smaller Rager. You got to throw the ball to Goddard in the red zone. Yeah. So it makes sense, especially in the end zone. So I like it. Still got Zach Ertz there. Um, he had, you know, he caught some passes, made some plays. But like you said, they want to feature Goddard. So facts. Changing of the guards, man, like you said. So, all right, man. That's all I got um, for the Eagles, man. Me too. Let's I ain't go going nothing past that. Let's go to the Washington football team. Of course, uh, Fitzmagic. We kind of talked this a little bit on the redraft show, but for me, Fitzmagic was a stopgap QB as far as, you know, if you're yeah. waiting on your Justin Fields, your Trey Lances, you know, you wait for these rookies to, to step up, do their thing. You kind of got him. And also, if you're dealing with the Deshaun situation, same thing. But uh, he's hurt. He's up there in age. Facts. Great defense. Great offensive options. Bad quarterback play. Yeah. Try to bring in a guy that was on the older end to see if they could piece together some wins. I really see them trying to not look the best they can. I know we talked about trying to bring in Cam. I really think they're going to be in a situation where they're just going to let Tyler play itself out. And if he doesn't pan out, they got a reason to lose a bunch of games. It's a couple quarterbacks coming out this year. And if they can set themselves up to where they have a stud defense, just the offense ain't clicking because they got a bad quarterback. They fuck around and there's guys coming out. Spencer Rattler fuck around and go there. Come on, man. There's there's a situation where if they just suck all year, add a quarterback next year. I love their running back options. I like we like Terry. Curtis is hurt right now, but you know, they got they got weapons that you got figured out. But I'm not checking for Fitz went down. I'm not checking for anybody else that we're about to try to go to that quarterback position. No, I agree, bro. I'm not interested in the Heineken situation. Feels like another Gardner Minshew type ordeal Facts. i would like to see the washington team go trade for deshaun i mean again i know it's controversial given the history of that organization so just given that they probably won't even do it just from that standpoint and it's it's hard for anybody to go trade for deshaun because he he, he hasn't been put on a commissioner's exempt list still which is kind of awkward to me because nobody really knows what's going on but he's not playing and it was like i don't want to go trade for at this point what are what can you do so i don't know i think that's why a lot of teams aren't trade for him because the commissioner hasn't made a decision on what he want to do for him, and they hate to go trade for him. It's like, yeah, we're going to sit him this year, even though that's pretty much what everybody should assume. But until it happens, it's like you're dragging it. So if he gets put on that list after he done set out for almost whole season, now you're dragging into, well, this could drag into missing half the season next year. It's, it, it's just a lot, bro. That's true. Um, I'm just looking at the window of opportunity to push for a championship, NFL championship. So 
Washington defense, they're like literally one of the top defenses in the league that can Facts. compete. I mean, we just saw what they did with the Chargers. Uh, of course, it was a game. Chargers ended up pulling it out, but still. So you got a young defense. You can compete. You can make the playoffs. Why not go get a guy that can help carry you through the playoffs? So I just don't think it's going to go that way. I yeah. really think the commissioner in Washington, are in, I mean, in Houston are in cahoots because he should have already been on the commissioner's list, missing games going towards, you know, whatever the suspension is going to oh, yeah. be. But now it's like you're winging it. He's still active. And it's like, as Bruh. soon as he gets traded, they're probably going to put him on a commission. That's a list. good point. And, but they're like, look, we never going to play him. We're going to sit him here, drag it out, figure out what's going on. That just saves uh, the NFL's ass when I have to figure nothing out for him right That's now. True. And, and really, it's making Houston look like, you know, they're kind of coming off on top because it's like, fuck it. We're not going to trade them and get less than what we want. We're not going to play them because we don't want to look bad. It's just right now, I just feel like everything is fucked up when it comes to Deshaun. It's Deshaun like gonna get hit with, hey, what about my time served? You know what I mean? Like, I got to start the clock over. It's not Damn. time served. We're just not playing. We're just not playing. That's literally what I was thinking. There ain't no time served in this thing. Yes, not man. nah. Because not right, because when you're on the exempt list, you're not playing. You're not active at all. That like counts as but those are suspension he's, games. He's not on that list. No, right so now he's still, he's still active. He's, he's still, he's still, still getting, getting paid. And he's okay, not playing. that's what it is. That's the difference. And he's right not, there, but okay. he's just not getting played. So that's, that's kind of shit. That's love though. If they still cutting you that church. Yeah, that's fine. But you know, that's a I, come and stack your bread, my G. But, but I, I think he's rich enough. I think he's rich enough, man. These the guys like him really just want to play football. Oh, that's messed up, man. He does, that bro. Hurts. He I can tell he really all yeah. the all the giving he bro, he gave up like his first rookie check to all the workers that yes. were in, uh in, that worked oh, in the uh the stadium and stuff, the yeah. cooks and all that, the clean. Yeah, he just won't play. He just won't play, bro. And the way they keep on dragging it out, I don't know when he's gonna play. Disrespect, true, true. All right, bros, let's suck into the running back room. Antonio Gibson, man, 25 touches this past week. Yeah. They said they want to set him up to have that workhorse load, like a uh, workload, like Christian McCaffrey. Uh huh. Um, so, yeah, man, I mean, I'm not concerned. I feel like the adjustment from Fitz to Heineke made a difference. So, I feel like they need to go into a week game plan with having Heineke instead because I feel like it hit a hit a roadblock. I feel like he would have been all right going through everything they had planned in a week with Ryan, but switching quarterbacks. Everything's get changed. They they're two different playing styles at quarterback. So I'm not concerned with the with because he's going to get the touches. And I feel like once they finally start planning what Heineke can do good with Gibson and the other guys, he'll click more and be more efficient with all those touches. So I love Gibson. He's clearly the number one guy now. Ain't no more JD McKissick right now. He was fucking up a lot of those touches last year from Gibson. What happened to JD? Nothing. He just didn't get. You remember he was getting seven, eight fucking catches all the time. No, nah, I remember last year. I'm talking about from this week. I didn't. I didn't see. Oh, he didn't do nothing. Year. He he really. I think he caught. I don't think he caught no passes. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. Tyler Haneke is not the type to dink and dunk out the backfield anyway. So I think that benefits Gibson. Got gotcha. you. All right, let's get to this wide receiver room because we're not checking for any other running backs. Nah. Um. So Terry McLaurin, he's the number one. Super talented. He had a crazy catch. Like he. Twisted, contorted his body. Let's yeah. use that word. And ball went through the defender's yeah. hand. He was still able to see it and catch yeah. it. It was fire. Yeah, bro. So shout out to Terry. Super talented. I do think the quarterback plays going to hurt him right now until they Facts. find their future QB. That's the only thing. So I know I said I've been moving off of him, but maybe I do need to let this season play out. And if people see the downward just from the QB play, it'd be a buy. Yeah. I want to say by midseason, he's going to be frustrating. And you'll have a, a, a area a where you open. can buy. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's important. So make sure you pay attention to that. He's still super talented, one of the most yeah. talented receivers in NFL. And, and fast. Yeah, fast, great hands. But just right now, it's going to be rough. The season we thought he was going to have with the gunslinger and Ryan Fitzpatrick is not going to happen. So, you know, just 
change your expectations and it is what it is for terry now the next guy and curtis samuel is a guy i have no clue what to do with going into the season i was excited when he got traded i love with ryan i felt like ryan was going to be able to support both of them and they're going to move samuel all over the field nice banged up got re-injured last week and it looks like he might be weeks from recovery from that groin yeah and now it's like okay we expected him to be able to be involved with fitzpatrick Heineke's there. We're scared about Terry. Super nervous about Samuel. And you barely seen him get acclimated to any offenses. Barely see him be like a, a real solid number one or two guy anyway. What do we do with Samuel? Because right now I can't buy him. I probably can't sell him. It's like, do I even want him in general? So I don't have no shares, to be honest. Me neither. So I got I, one redraft share. I'm not really interested so. in the Samuel situation, even when he left uh, he Carolina. Left? Carolina, that's right. So, yeah, I mean, I've just never really been a Samuel guy, so. I'm over it, man. You Christian's can't trust McLaurin. One. You can't trust McLaurin. Yeah. Who else we gonna trust? Yeah. And also going back to the Carolina days, Christian was the number one, and then we had DJ Moore in there. And I just yeah. that's it. To me, if the number one receivers are running back, that's it. That math ain't math for me. Yeah. All right, bro. Um, so let's talk about the number two pass catcher. Facts. Mr. Logan Thomas, man. Um, now, of course, you know, 30 years old, getting up there in age, but to me, he's a top seven play. He is every week. He's going to get involved. And me and Vic talked about that before having, I was like, bro, no Curtis Samuel. Logan Thomas is going to be last year's Logan Thomas. I still think he's going to be good. He's going to have big games because he's going to be involved. I think the only thing that's going to hurt them is that defense is amazing. So yeah. if that defense can keep them in close games, I think it'll, it'll turn out to be a lot of Antonio Gibson games. But, you know, I think Heineke does have some kind of rapport because he did play a few games last year. So that rapport is with Logan Thomas and Terry McLaurin. So I think those guys are going to be all right this year. I'll be honest. Fast forward to this Thursday night game against the Giants. QB situation. I thought about fading the Washington pass catchers. But I think I might roll out some Logan Thomas. Hey. I think I'm going to do that. I tell you, a rookie's favorite guy is either a running back out the backfield that can catch or a tight end. And basically, Tyler Haneke, in my opinion, is a rookie who how many games he done play. Somebody going off. All right, all right, bro. Uh, let's get into this. Uh, that's it, bro. That's all the uh, players. So uh, let's talk about um, the Giants, bro. Daniel Jones, you checking for him? Mm, no, no. Traded right. him away. That's the only share I ever had of Daniel Jones. I traded him away in Dynasty Bros. One point zero, and that's it. All right, bro. Let's get into Saquon Barkley. So, of course, coming back off the injury. Um, again, he didn't have the biggest showing coming back, but they gave him the ball, you know, 10 carries. And, and again, you know, we expected him to ease him back into the offense, right? So, what are your thoughts on Saquon? Uh, I don't know, man. I'm scared of Saquon, bro. Scared of that whole offense in general. Just, I don't know, man. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. But uh, he's still talented, though. Just that offense scares me, man. Daniel Jones said he's always hurt. It's just shitty, bro. Then what about would, you? Wouldn't he be a good pickup if the if the QB garbage? Or well, am I not thinking about that right? You got a bad O-line or something? I mean, O-line ain't the greatest, but the type of injuries coming off of. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You know, it's just, it's just concerning. So, gotcha. Also, you know, yeah, bro. So that, it, it is what it is. I actually don't have any Saquon and Dynasty. Um, I know a lot of people, you know, 
still interested in the talent, still talented, still can get it done, but it's definitely something to watch. And again, that field, bro, like MetLife field, is just known to take people out, man. Like it's it's brutal. All right, man. Come on now. Let's get to this wide receiver room. Come on, man. Because they paid Kenny Galladay. Mm -hmm. They still got Sterling Shepard, who looks like they're number one. And he still got Darius Slayton. So, yeah, man. We can just group them together, bro. And also, they got uh, Kadarius Tony. So, they drafted a wide receiver in the first round, paid a veteran, Kenny Galladay. But week to week, it looked like Sterling Shepard's really your number one. I know. It's a big mess. I don't want none of them, bro. <laughs> I fell off the Galladay train once he uh, went to them in free agency. I was never on Darius Slayton, I guess, early in this, his rookie season. And then Sterling, he always shows up and show out, but he's be banged up. And then he has big games, little games. I don't know, bro. It's too much. Too much. So I don't really want none of them pass catching weapons, bro, Cause especially because I'm out on the quarterback anyway. Yeah. All right, man, then let's uh, move on to uh, the, the tight end room. But before we do that, I do still like Darius Slayton. Only because they got to throw the deep ball, bro. He's a, he's a uh, nice – he's especially for best ball, that's a nice play there. But uh, uh, if you need some depth into your bench at wide receiver room, uh, I like Darius Slayton. Thanks. All right, bro, tight end room, Evan Ingram, bro. Starting off hurt, man. Missed week one. How do you feel about Evan Ingram, man? And I know I was off the train. I got on it last year. Now I got to ride out, man, the situation, man. But he's starting off hurt right now, 27 That's, years old. That was the issue why you hated him, you feel me? Yeah. And now look at him, starting to back up. They got too many options right now that are just all over the board. I don't know, man. It. Like I said, when I said I don't want in the pass catching options, that's still for tight ends too, bro. All right, cool. I'm with it, man. <sighs> All right, bros. Um, that's really it, man. So that's the rundown of the NFC East. We got to close that out. We did our rounds around the league. Are we ready for this closing? Yeah. Oh, we didn't even do the Brodies of the Week, man, but it's cool. I wasn't even prepared for it. I did get some names down. Let me just throw them out there. All right, go ahead. Of course, Elijah Mitchell, he's a Brody. I mean, I was not expecting him to start, Facts. get any runs. So for him to do his thing. Elijah, Elijah Mitchell, I'm sure he was drafted in Dynasty, especially in the later round. So, Trent Sherfield, bro. I mean, giving the uh, whole IU. I know, man. The whole IU ordeal. That's trash, He bro. hit the end zone. That's trash. And I do want to shout out Kenneth Gainwell. So, we'll, we'll keep it short and sweet. Next year, or not next year, next week, bring up the clips. See what these guys are doing. So Facts. I was excited for week one. <laughs> I got to do Brody's of the Week, but it's all good. <laughs> Those are the guys. Brody's of the Week. You're all right, man. Let's get to this closing, man. DJ, Ava, you want to kick it off? Oh, man. We're going over here today. All right. Uh, look, I ain't got much to say other than, hey, man, COVID's still popping. Um, I don't know if you don't know that, but in case you're not aware somehow, COVID's still a thing out here. Uh, keep yourself safe. You know, mask up. I ain't going to tell you to go get vaccinated, but a lot of other people will. I'm vaccinated. I figure I'll throw that out there just to let you know. Um, so my good word is just, man, stay safe. Keep washing your hands. Man, stay smart about things. We already been through this for a year, so you should have a good idea of how to move out here. Just make sure you're moving accordingly. Thanks. Uh, I'll go next. COVID is some bullshit. I caught it. Stopped some of the plans I had and uh, just stunned some of the recovery that I was going through with my injury and just dealing with little minor recovery things again man so stay prayed up and do everything you need to to stay on top of your physical and your mental health because that shit's important 
and I'm still working to get back to 100% across the board. So that's what we're going to say right there. What about you, my guy? All right, I'm going to take it to Titans tackle Taylor Lewin. He actually put on his Twitter. Got my ass kicked today. No way around it. I let the team and the fans down. Thank you, Chandler Jones, for exposing me. It only forced me to get better. So no one to hold yourself accountable, man. And uh, sometimes you get your ass kicked, but you can bounce back. So shout out to Taylor, man. Sometimes you just got to own it. And if you don't know, Chandler Jones had like five sacks, I believe, in like the first three yeah, quarters. Bro, bro. First three quarters. You dominated. Amazing. That shit Pay that crazy. man. Haney's in the contract. Pay that man. Years. Contract year, baby. He, want, he, he looking like he want his money. Yeah. He looking like week three, he going to be like, nah, just pay me now. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was cool, too. JJ White on the sideline. Like, are you serious? Like, like what? Are you serious? Like, even JJ Watt couldn't even believe what he was saying. He's like, bro, Chandler basically told him, you know, we got a moment of a lifetime right now. Like, we can compete. So, why not? So, yeah, that was fire. All right, man. That's all we got for the closing, man. You want to walk us out? Come on, man. Walk I, us out, DJ. I got something a little different. I don't know if anybody's heard this in a minute. Y'all know it. I don't know if anybody else did. Um, so, again, oh, I will remind y'all. My brother Dot make better music than a lot of y'all. Um, make sure y'all catch me the next Tuesday. I will be here live spinning. We going up. I'll probably start with this because, you know, there's a lot of people I don't fuck with. But right now, we don't fuck with COVID. We can't stand COVID. So make sure y'all take us here next week, the week after that, the week after that. Let's go, Vic. Let's go, Dot. We out of here. We 